sec, 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 section eight. Well, 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 welcome to the show. All right, I'm gonna say one thing before you start. Chaos control. All right, that's enough. Okay, welcome to episode 28 of Section 8 No Jutsu. I'm here with my co-host, E.T. E.T., how you feeling? I'm all right, you know. It's uh, Konoha's favorite substitute podcast host. What's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling? I'm, I'm well, I'm well, I'm well. Yeah. We have a, a, a new challenger in the arena. Um, Rob, you and I have known this new challenger for a long time. Some know him as he who is greater. Others describe him as strong as a Tony Montana brand energy drink. Others say he's tough as Kirishima's foot calluses. Cousin of Satoru, it's Coltrane of the Gojo clan. How are you, Cole? I'm good. I'm good. Alive. I'm crying. You really pulled out with the foolishness. Look up minutes on that one. You know, I'm proud of it. <laughs> I was not expecting any of that. For for We're everyone else, like ET told me <laughs> from from Dog Long ago, yo, can I introduce Cole? I was like, I right, <laughs> This was dead weeks ago at this point. I was like, hmm. You know, I should spend a good amount of time doing this. I was aware this? I got made aware of the freaking introduction like literally two minutes ago. Mm. So, so you're not no frame of reference. Yeah, not really, no. Kind mm, of yeah, ambush. Oh, yeah. Ambush is on brand because you got them questions to answer as well. Who? Speaking of questions, it's time mm. for Cole to do the the trend exams. Mm. Uh, yeah. 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 All right, so Cole, first question. It's time to begin. Oh, you're Proctor, and from this moment, your worst enemy. Now, if we're ready, we'll proceed to the first stage of the tuning exam. You have to hang out with one anime character in real life. Who are you picking? One anime character in real life. Hmm. So you're not getting into any fights or anything. You're just chilling. You and this anime character doing your regular daily routine. Uh, if I'm being a a, a nasty boy, Mirko, bro. I'm, I'm if I'm, crying. If, I'm, if brothers is down, <laughs> if brothers is down bad, I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm gonna go for it. Not gonna lie. We need help to be sent to this location. <laughs> just drop your coordinates. It's fine. <laughs> uh. Yeah, nah, bro. I'm on sick on board right now, so that's about it. <laughs> you even come up with another answer, like, oh, right. You've set the tone early. Yeah, bro. Right. I'm crying. All right, so, second question. You have to make an anime based on any historical event or any time period. What do you What are you thinking of, bro? Tell me the freaking Harriet Tubman anime wouldn't go crazy, bro. <laughs> Don't they have that joint? Isn't Harry Tubman like Demon Slayer or Vampire Slayer or something? Is it? Yeah, or, Harry Tubman Vampire Slayer is a that's is an anime. Com- I thought is it was an anime. Is, is it an anime or a comic? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I've heard, the, I've heard the IP, but I've never like. Yeah, I might be. I could be. Old. I mean, and not just but broaden it up, but like, yo, you got mad stories from that time period that are wild, bro. <laughs> this is ignorant, but like I'm just imagining Tanjiro stepping through a time portal to that time with Harriet Tubman. Yeah, oh not okay, but this is where we are. So you know. Oh my goodness! Exactly. Got the whip. Got the got mm, the whip, whip control. Time? That's great. Yeah, whip control. Wow. 
that's that's nuts. <laughs> that's nuts. Listen, I'm telling you, plenty of opportunities in the backdrops could be different too. I mean, yeah, like I'm saying, I'm saying, like, like <laughs> always looking for like positive stories, right? Like, I oh, always like every time they talk about black people past a certain point, right? It's slavery and it's super realistic and it's super painful. So let's make it fun, like. Yeah, Let's I mean, make that shit wild. If the only coverage we're gonna get, only representation we're gonna get is in this, I, I can't imagine it stays solely historical forever. Yeah, and and That's Japan want to act like they wasn't bugging out back in the day. <laughs> so they always want to talk about like like all their cartoons put back in the time. Everybody's dressed nicely, you know. Oh, yeah. But they was out there raping, crazy, mad civility, bro. mad kindness. Like oh, okay. bro, they were horrible Yo. people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just read, read, read like a little bit of like what happened during the first Sino-Japanese War, bro. Horrible. What they did to Korea, disgusting. Profound wildland all around. But Yo, it, China too. Yeah, Ch- China and Korea, bro. The, what they? It was insane. It, it, it's it's sicko. But if they can if they can polish it up and make it look nice, we could do the same thing. Studio map over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. You get to pick you and a random friend. I'm mean, not a random friend. You you and a friend of your choice get to be in an anime of your choice. What friend and what anime are you picking? Oh, I'm bringing Freddy for sure, just to watch that <laughs> man. Panic. So you get different what anime universe are you taking Freddy to? Uh, what an anime verse? Oh, uh, hmm. I want that man on his heels. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Why are you? Bro, you ever watch? You ever, you ever watch Nambaka? No, I don't know that one, bro. It's I don't like know that one either. It's it's that journey is wild. I I watched like I started watching it recently, and it's like this like super homoerotic like JoJo s prison camp shit. Like I'm dead. that journey is wild. It's mad colorful. I like the way it looks, but um, it's entertaining. But it's I'm, wild. I'm just dead. The immediate decision was to put Freddie in stress. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out young Frederico Wolverhampton. Yeah. Yeah, he'll oh, never be on here, guys. Don't don't look forward for it. I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> now nah, Cole really just spent, just spent <laughs> time <laughs> cultivating foolishness. I, I, I don't I, I got nothing. Uh, me and Cole, well, me and Freddie in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Is it wrong to bring my friend to the prison anime? Like, um, yeah, <laughs> bro. That why does it sound like a like an isekai, bro? It definitely is an isekai. <laughs> it's an isekai is, sure. is, is it wrong to bring my friend to a prison anime? And it's, it's like just but, pop up in Rikers. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> isekai to Rikers. It's just called arrest, but you get isekai to Rikers. It's prison oh. break, but but anime. <laughs> I was minding my business one day, and suddenly the boys pulled up. And Issa got us straight into a Supermax. <laughs> all right, so that's all the questions we got for the two exam. Cole, you did well. Thank you. E. What, what are we discussing today? Well, uh, this is actually a recommendation Cole gave me. Uh, we're discussing Bungo Stray Dogs. I just started the other day, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, it's very interesting thus far. So we're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, Cole, since you're the one who's like, you know, who's watched it the most, um, what do you think makes the show so good or like or bad? Like, what's your opinion on the show? First of all, um, I mean, I really enjoy the show. It's something different. 
Um, but not really. So it's super familiar, like a hero based kind of power anime, you know, same like shit. Um, but I find the power is really grounded to a certain degree. Like there's a level of understanding I have with the powers, even though there are like mystical stuff. And we'll get obviously get into this a little bit later on um, and talk in more detail. But the powers just seem very grounded and it was easy to kind of power scale, um, though it does come out the gates real slow. Um, yes. It ramps up and you see yeah, kind of how far they could take these limited power sets um, and just kind of the creativity of the writing through that. Since it's your first time watching the show, what, what was your like take on, on the first four episodes? Uh, like you said, I'm only four in. Um, right now, I guess I'm paying more attention to character because the powers are being kind of like, you know, slowly revealed to me. Um, so thus far, I've been paying attention mostly to how the characters and like how they've shown themselves to be thus far matches with their powers so like i'm looking at character design stuff as always i'm looking at just how they interact with each other so like for example with the main character at sushi uh you know his fit his, well, not his fit his hair off rip is uneven it's like an uneven chop up bob like i don't know what yeah. kind of hairstyle this is mm-hmm. but him being <laughs> his hair being uneven uh it's having uneven like i could see the suggestion i don't know if this is intentional or not but i could see the suggestion that um you know, there's two sides to him. Like he's not even on, he's not even in what he's, I guess, presenting to people. Um, I like the character design of Dazai. Dazai wants to kill himself and his power just makes everything mean nothing. So like his nihilism and his power kind of match up as well. He also mm-hmm. looks yeah, like, I mean, uh, what's his name from Persona? Joker? Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, I feel like that Loki, that might be a, a, a freaking, um, influence on his character design yeah it might just be the design of the time too because i don't know when the show came out initially but he him uh him what is it aku akutagawa is that his name the bad guy akutagawa yeah yeah Yeah. him akutagawa uh and joker all definitely come from the same like character design tree and i think that sets those two up nicely as foils so right now like the powers i've only seen a couple but um yeah i'm real interested to see where it goes because only one person has shown his power in a multitude of ways to this point but i don't know how crazy it'll get like, you know, what's his name? Uh, Atsushi does the one-hand power thing, right? Like, when he transformed back the first time, he had the claw. So it's like, okay, so mm-hmm. you can do spot transformation. I'm sure that'll come back up. Um, yeah. And then Akutagawa has, like, I don't I don't know exactly what it is, but his power reminds me of Dark Shadow from My Hero. Like, he has, like, a familiar almost that kind of goes into mm-hmm. yeah. form, But it mm-hmm. also eats space. And he had, like, named moves. In a world like this, it doesn't seem like particularly goofy. So I'm sure there's a reason or purpose behind how it works differently depending on what things he's saying and stuff like that. So I'm excited to see where yeah. it goes. One thing I, I do um, think this show does very interesting is um, it really subverts your expectations for real. Like, when, when, on the episode where, they're, um, where the main character is running back to save everyone from oh, the yeah. mafia... You think, mm-hmm. like, when you're first watching that, you think, oh, shit, he's about to die. This is like, and then, and, then, and then all of a sudden, like, you see him just throwing everyone out the window and it's light. Yeah, that was pretty Yeah. Cool. Like, the fact that, like, the, the show the show really does well with that, where it's like, you expect one thing to happen and something completely different happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really and like that, that scene. Um, it, it, it sets up, um, it sets up the, the, Armed detective agency as like a force to be reckoned with in comparison to like the port mafia, which is like as of right now the main big bad, right? Like mm-hmm. the port mafia is like basically their foil to like every good that they're trying to put out in the world, and the port mafia is like 
throughout the f- first four episodes lifted up as like this huge nebulous like ever expanding they have fingers everywhere right. like and then you see Akutagawa and you see what he can do and he's just like a second in command he's not even like the big dog so yeah. imagine what the other guys can get off and like you're like oh shit like they're really about to get smoked but then <laughs> he comes back and they're like yeah they say all right like I guess we got to fill these bullet holes. Like <laughs> It's how he threw the dudes out the window that uh, had me crying. Because he's like, yeah. oh, these millennials don't want work. And like he's giving a standard boomer slander session, and they're just throwing the bodies out the window. Um, yeah. I also Apple sees like, Loki my favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> um, uh, what's it called? I also think it's kind of interesting. Like I don't know exactly what genre to put it in yet because I haven't seen enough. But it's interesting mm-hmm. that they spent the, the first four episodes like, there has been stuff happening, but we haven't had crazy massive pop-offs at this point. So it's just, it believes enough in this story to kind of slow roast you into it as opposed to like just throwing you in the middle of the action. But then on top yeah. of that, the fourth episode, to me, at least with the limited knowledge I have to this point, is they spent the time trying to make sure that um, Atsushi knows that this is the place he belongs, which makes me feel like they're going to do filth later on and hurt him very badly and take these people from him. But that's not the point. Um they're showing him he belongs because his whole thing is that he doesn't belong anywhere and he doesn't deserve to be with people. He doesn't deserve family, decent treatment, mm-hmm. any of that. And like they took this moment that was going to be such a bit like he tried to be selfless and be the main character hero kind of guy and I'll leave so they won't attack. And the boys ran down regardless. But then the agency was like, no, this yeah. is fine. We're not really worried about none of this, but you can stay. So I thought it was an interesting right. way to like show he was yeah. where he's supposed to be. The attacks were so trivial that they. That he was talking about the expense report. Like he was yeah. he's about the <laughs> Yeah, Kurapika. Like this this man is just like this team they're they match or even exceed the Port Mafia with just ten people. This this, yeah. is, this shit is nuts. I do have a question though. That is definitely uh I'm still learning names. Dazai is the Joker looking one who has the uh nullification mm-hmm. powers. Kunikita yeah, is no longer human. Yeah, no longer human. Kunikita is the I don't know what is it? Doppel poet Doppel poet? Um Kuropika and Doppel poet. Is it Kuro is he bo- is he Kuropika too? I believe so. I might, I might be I think it's Kunik let me see. I think it's Kunikita. Anyway, the Dopo Poet guy, his power, um, I like him because, first of all, he's the no foolishness person. Yeah, Kunikita, I'm stupid. I always love the no foolishness guy. Oh, Dopo Kunikita is a Japanese author of novels. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like the no foolishness. We'll come back to that in a second because it's yeah, interesting. Yeah, I figured it'll but, come yeah. up. But he's the no foolishness guy, so I always like that character. Like, I like the Ida, especially when they're kind of juxtaposed with like somebody like Mineta. And we're going to talk about uh, the... the the reverse Mineta, because I think it's hilarious. That there's a yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's it's Loki refreshing. Mad, Loki it's refreshing. Mad funny. Like I shouldn't be laughing at this, and I should have never been laughing at this. But this is mad funny. But I like that character and his power. Like I don't know what it is. I've only seen it used once for real so far, and he created mm-hmm. something. So like I don't know if he's low level reality warping. I don't know how he's going to get busy in the future with his writing or whatever. But I'm just yeah. These powers are inventive enough that I'm excited to see where they go and. It seems like character writing is important, so we're not just, you know, in a big, continuous, forever tournament arc. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. I, I mean, the naming conventions on each of the characters is, are really... There's specific names, and you'll find a lot, like, a reoccurring thing of, like, writers in their name. Mm, okay. Right? Like, like um, Double Kunikita is after a writer, right? Then you have... um real. How do you pronounce? Uh, I'm bugging. Ryonusuke Akutagawa. 
Okay. He was he was um a Japanese short story writer. Okay. So you're seeing like they're kind of like this, and then there's another one who I don't. Did you meet him? You met him, but like he doesn't really have a real relevance until like the next episode. So I'm not going to talk about him here because you'll get introduced to him um, next episode. Okay. But um, there's another guy whose name is like a literally like a portmanteau of another character, another like famous writer. Okay. Um, so a lot of like respect to like original literary work. So like writing is a focus of this anime when like you yeah. name a lot of your main characters of famous writers who had huge influence. Right. Yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, I, I, you know, sometimes the anime kind of gets into. Sometimes you can feel the pressure, like, "Hey, you're trying to advance this story along faster than it needs to." Mm-hmm. And I just haven't felt that yet, which gives me. It's almost like Hunter Hunter vibes in terms of like some anime that really come out the gate hot, and this one is not. But it's not. I haven't found it to be poorly paced or boring or anything. It's just very clear that we're not gonna, you know, mess the whole thing up by jumping into nonsense. Now we're showing you this world, and it seems like a world that kind of is more expansive than just. MC does MC activity. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know how strong or not strong he'll get, but it seems that he's one person amongst a bunch of people that matter in the world, as opposed to the world revolves around this guy. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Um, even like the the fight took place off screen. Like everything that happened happened without his awareness. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's almost at the times in the show, he's almost even like coincidental to the. To the plot, he's not even important to plot in some points. Mm-hmm. I like that because it's like obviously you're new to this world. You're you're like you are just you just came out the orphanage yesterday, and yeah. Obviously, you're not going to be important off rip. No, no one's important off rip in in in, in real realistic situations. Right. Yeah. I'm I also, uh, uh, I'm, I'm curious uh, as to why his power seems to be more revered than other powers. So like the black, what is it? Black lizard and the port mafia seem to want him. He's he goes for a, a great bounty on the black market, and we don't really know why. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to see why, because it doesn't seem like his ability to, from what I've seen to this point, is massively. Like it's not like it has like oh crazy potential or whatever relative to other ones. Like one guy mm-hmm. has this uh, ethereal, all-consuming beast that he summons at will. The other one can nullify any other ability. Like I would assume that these somebody else is a reality warper. So like his power to transform into a tiger seems relatively like you know mundane but yeah i'm sure more is going to come of it um and it's also like a not just a tiger it's like a spirit tiger it seems like the tiger yeah. can stand on um the rashomon energy blast thing he was doing uh akutagawa was doing mm-hmm. and also the regeneration ability he has right yeah right. Uh, another, and that's uh, the regeneration for the tiger but for him like yeah yeah if all you gotta do is transform to get back i mean this is effectively, you know, like just gener- regeneration powers. It doesn't matter how you get yeah. to that place. So I'm excited to see why he matters because I'm sure it's more than just White Tiger is cool, even though White Tiger mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah, I, I, I like positioning Atsushi as not really a main character, but kind of a catalyst for the story. Yeah. Right? Okay. Like, like as it pro- progresses, you'll notice that. And the reason why it's set up the, the like, you didn't see a lot of these other characters and they're establishing their powers and they're give, fleshing out the, the side cast a little bit more. Right. Right. And in doing so, you're basically telling multiple stories at once. Mm. Right. So like 
each episode uses um, Atsushi as a catalyst to progress the side characters' own individual stories. So you'll get like more character development from Kunikita. You'll get more character development from At- uh, from Dazai, from Akutagawa, from um, Appleseed, from like all these characters as Atsushi as the catalyst because you're joining into this family right. and jumping into the story with him. Right, right. Right. Yeah. I, I just, I guess I want to see... Oh, wait. Real quick. <laughs> Reverse Mineta is hilarious. Yes. This man oh, yeah. Yeah. will never know peace or decency nope. in his entire life. Uh, no matter what. I thought they were going to die. I'm not going to lie. I, like, I believed it. Because this world yeah. seems kind of like, it doesn't seem standard shonen. You know, you know that the characters from the main squad are not going to die in most of your shonens, especially in yes. the first or second episode. Maybe they're the, the yeah. teacher that dies to show the lesson, but it's not that you're just going to kill multiple people. So when she started shooting and the sister jumped in front of the gun to protect, uh, what's his name? Takizawa, is that it? What's his name? Yeah, t- t- um, Tanizaki. Tanizaki. When she jumps in front of the gun to protect Tanizaki, I'm like, oh, she must have some kind of ability. Then she just drops. I was like, Okay. Yeah. The blood spattering across his face. I was like, oh no, they really want some mob activity here. Like, I did not think they were just going to be killing people. And then to take that moment and, like, oh, all right, no, they're okay. He uses the light snow. Night light snow is a real cool illusion ability. Then the brother, they were like, oh, they're mm-hmm. fine. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess they're not going to talk about it. We have good magic or somebody has a healing ability. They just yeah. show this man getting harassed more. Like, brother, you know, no peace. You shall never be safe. Well, that that you are. is so weird. Like the, the, the thing that's funny is she heals you by molesting you. That that shit is so Yeah. <laughs> and it's 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 extra funny just because like we've definitely seen this what? trope play out a billion and two times for a yeah. billion years. So to see it turned on its head where it's a guy and this man just shall not know peace is just funny. Like what <laughs> every time you on screen, you are gonna have a bad time. That's just yeah. jokes. Also, I don't know what we're supposed to do. Uh, I don't know if it's a cultural relativist thing. This this sister brother thing they they keep doing in anime. Yes. I need this to stop. Yeah, Tanazaki's siblings yeah. being nastiness. Oh, he has multiple siblings. Lord have mercy. No, 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 no it's both. It's just Naomi and um and Jun, Junichiro. Okay, okay. Who is another another Japanese novelist? So oh, okay. all their names are Japanese novelists. But yeah, I don't well, know. Fact, this man is gonna get harassed forever. They were at the the dinner table eating, and we're expected to like be um to not pay attention to that. We're like, and then you see um the main character's face get all weird, and and he's like, um, (laughs) "Y'all go chill." What's going on here? (laughs) And and then he's like, and everyone everyone else in the show is like, "Don't pay attention to that. We gotta do this." And 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 the fact that you still hear like her touching him. In the, in the background of the shit, yeah, like we're supposed to, like we're supposed to, like leave that alone. That shit is so weird, but it's like, that poor boy. It's it's just so <laughs> that's awful. Oh, that's another. That's the second time actually that you mentioned it. And I think it was the same episode. She is she's just oppressing this man to the best of her ability, and we are looking from behind them. We're supposed to pay attention to what's going on in the background, just to show yeah. how ridiculous this is. When uh, I think her name was Higuchi, the blonde lady that set them up, um. When she sets the poor up, mafia chick, yeah, the, the lady sets yeah. him up. When they when when Kunikita took Dazai in the other room and just watched him for twenty minutes, I had me crying because the audio was so loud I could not focus on what they were saying. But them being deadpan while they have the uh, the effects of him just getting whooped in the other yeah. room was so funny. Mm-hmm. That joke is just too funny. That yeah. that kind of humor is is is. 
Like, it was not done right. It's very off-putting, but I think it's done very well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it's good with, like, moving through this the themes of, like, having serious moments and having moments of levity. Yeah. Like, this show even, like, perfectly. Yeah. Like, some episodes are, like, they're serious from the jump, right? Like, the one, the one where they were doing the test to, um, and he had to come back and it was, it was, um, the Junichiro acting like a bomber, right? Oh, yeah. And they were trying to see what he would do and, like, is, is Atsushi a good guy? Like, does he have a pure heart? Or, like, they're rather, Dazai's trying to show to everybody else that he's worth having on the team. Um, so they set up this whole thing. But, like, the whole, episode up until the reveal at the end was super yeah. serious yeah right like so but then there's other episodes like the the very next episode right like we ended on a moment of levity so we'll pick up the next episode like funny kind of rolling into it where we left off which i, f- I find like pretty good and gives you like a nice like emotional consistency throughout like these first fo- four episodes yeah, I get you. I but know. side note, the English dub is garbanzo. Uh, yeah, man. I'm not that, right. Listen, yo, the English dub is. I were, I watched it originally in, in like subbed. And I'm like, all right, like just to rewatch, like refresh. I'm gonna watch it in English because it's gonna be a little quicker. Bro, painful, painful. Yeah, yeah I watched I watched the dub for a couple episodes. Um, when I when I the second time I watched the show, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah, like the, the there is. There's a quality of like, how did the get this get past people? Like, who who okayed this? Yeah, yeah. I think it's I don't know. I think it's just about how the there's money for some of these. You know what I mean? Like bungalows. Like yeah. I, like we're talking about it now. I'm thinking. I think this show is very well animated. Like surprisingly yeah. well animated for something that I don't feel like has received very much attention. And I think there's a couple different moments that really make that clear. Uh, you know, they have the little moments of like Sakuga when you're trying to show how cool the character is and their coat blows in the wind. Mm. But when yeah. I don't remember who it was. Somebody flicks a lighter. Oh, it's the, I forget the name of his power. I think it's Flailing Camellia or something or Flailing Carnelia. The the leader of the Black Lizards went to the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Or that guy flicking his lighter, like they had, it was like a, a it was brief, but it was you have the splash of light when the lighter goes on, and there's a little mm-hmm. bit of purple and blue in the flash of light because you know a lighter flame is different color at the bottom than at the top. It's like, oh, that, yeah. that's an attention to detail you just did not have to have for that point two seconds of color on the screen. But y'all in here really working, like this yeah. is there's a lot of care put into this, which is not surprising. But it often, you know, they're a big they're a big name anime that don't get this level of care. So for this to be almost like a kind of quieter kept show and to have this level of production in the first season first couple episodes is impressive to me at least yeah it's there's this good like we were talking about when we went to that bar and we watched like world trigger right Mm -hmm. and we're talking about like major kind of i mean it's been a couple years since it came out so it doesn't have the same like cultural relevance as it did when it first came out but like they were trying to get that off as like yo like this is something y'all need to watch what world trigger yeah but like but yo but the animation wise yo they dead ass had me in the studio bro for that real, was crazy for real, for real? <laughs> that was really put together a tiktok so a tiktok with some flash animation we talking about salad fingers, alien hominid level things because i don't yeah understand. i like, cried bro i remember it had the two for I remember at World Trigger, 
in the third episode, I think. I peeped the mm-hmm. budget went up because that's the kind of that's the kind of uh, fight choreography I like, like very structured, hard rules, yeah. so you can kind of get you know set the stakes and the tension. So when they come up with something, it's more fulfilling, right? So I'm like, let me give World Trigger yeah. a shot. Watching on Hulu, the third episode they showed, uh, I think I forget his name, Gene, the one that had the uh, the sword of multiple slashes, the black yeah. the black trigger man yeah. they animated him at the end and they threw a little extra money in the budget and his hair was moving in the wind i was like oh that's what the extra budget did that's crazy because it was nothing was moving before it was a powerpoint presentation before so the fact that this man's hair started moving and that was the money going up i was like oh no nah, y'all didn't care about this one at all yeah mad mad little like you know the little little two frame loops mm-hmm. like when they like two different images and you just speed it up and have that image go side to side yeah. But then, like this, this anime came out in 2016, and like it still holds up. Like oh, it yeah, still sure. looks good. Yeah. The animation yeah. is clean. The transitions are clean. When they do that little like forehead zoom in on the guy on everybody. Oh yeah. You know when they're freaked out or like something happens, like they do it with um with Atsushi a lot. Like they'll do the forehead <laughs> zoom in, so you're like looking down on their eyes. Right, the struggle face. It's like the cool. Yeah, like stare, that forced perspective. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like. Slides and transitions like that, little 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 things like that. That's like, all right. Like you didn't have to do that with that scene, or like you didn't have to animate it like that. Like like you were mentioning with the lighter, it's like all right, you didn't have to do that. Like we know what you can do. You could have very easily gotten away with doing far less, and it's just like you know, just as a point of comparison with other shows that people that are supposed to be big names make a lot of money, sell the most manga volumes, etc. Like, damn, this is a budget. How did y'all get this budget on this? I'm not sure what studio it is. I don't recall off the top of my head, but. Y'all got yeah, this um, budget on this here, and you these other studios can't get it together for their big name shows. That's kind of tough. So yeah, I, I do like also how this show is almost like a parody of the genre too, where they every every moment they they get a chance to they they're subverting expectation or they're flipping a a trope or like every everything is like that in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to see. They it's by Bones is the studio. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they have they have my he- they have my hero experience. Yeah, Studio Bones is one of the Yeah, Mob Psycho. Yeah, yeah. That I don't know what they do like experience on my hero, but they they care about this. Mob Psycho season two is one of the best anime yeah, shows. Yeah, they have Mob Psycho one hundred. Yeah, they they part time me with it, so it's so interesting that these first couple episodes have been like I think they've been very well done and treated very well, and I have to imagine that either the quality stays consistent or you know improves at some point. Maybe it'll go back down eventually, but to see I mean, this it seems, start, it's kind of crazy. It seems the the director for Bungo Stray Guys was Taguya Igarashi. Um, My name is familiar. And then my hero was Kenji Nagasaki, so that's probably like it's probably just pure like direction based. Like the team is still skilled, right? But like the director's like, oh no, you got like make sure this like putting their little two cents in or putting their stamp someplace, and like sometimes your stamp just isn't good. Yeah, I mean um, time in uh not but well not well, I guess budget's part of it, but you know how much time you have and how quickly you have to get this done because some stuff like you know like. Pokemon can't ever push nothing back because there's a billion different things riding on every deadline. In the same way, I guess yeah. when you get too big, you can't take the time necessary to do some of these things. But it is nice to see um, so much. Because early on, I feel like, you know, the first core of anime, sometimes they kind of, because it's not big fights and it's not crazy, they kind of, you know, they'll they'll hold the budget back a little bit sometimes. But this, 
if y'all are doing this with the lighter flicks, when stuff starts going crazy, I have to imagine that it's going to be really nuts. And even even stylistically, like the I don't know what it's almost it looks like data almost like code, the code yeah. effect around their bodies when they activate yeah. their gifts. It's like yeah, you yeah. guys are putting a lot of time and effort into this to make this stylistic and unique in a way that could have easily been kind of skipped. So I'm appreciating. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like, it's cool because, like, it, it almost hints towards, like, how the powers work and how the powers are activated. Right. Because, like, everybody seems to have the same startup, right? Like... Yep. That's a good point. Like, regardless of, like, what, like, the limit of their power is, everybody has, like, the similar, like, technological startup. So it's like, all right, what's the source of this power? Because it seems like the powers, as I, as I mentioned earlier, like, are super grounded, Right. Like, there's limitations to what they can do. Right. And, like, you'll see those limitations, obviously, as you get to meet the characters more. But, like, Dazai, number one, like, he has to touch you in order for his power to work. Right. He can activate it, but it's not It's not like a race ahead where he just has to look at you. Right, right, right. Like, he has to come into physical contact with you. But not just you. He could, If he comes in power with your power, and when he touched um, Roshomun... Yeah, right, right. When he, was, when he got in between Atsushi and Akutagawa, and he touched... The Akutagawa on the head, obviously taking his power away, but then he touched the hand of Rishomun. Right. And that disabled the power. So it's like, all right, so now we have an understanding of like, he doesn't just have to physically touch you. If it's a manifestation off of your body, he, he got also, you. Yeah, also get rid of it. Kind of reminds yeah. me of, I forget the character's name, but it's a certain magical index. The main character of a certain magical index has like some eraser power in his hand, or basically mm-hmm. any Esper ability, any magic ability, anything. He just nullifies it instantly. And I only watched a couple episodes of that, but in this world where it seems that, like, to this point, the way that they've built the world up is that there are um, not warring factions, but there are different power bases that are trying to figure out how to interact with each other. So there's the detective agency, and detective agency is an interesting way to, you know, refer to them, because I imagine, aside from the detectiving they're going to do, they're also going to do a lot of popping off. Um, there's mm-hmm. the Port Mafia. Um, and then there's the Black Lizards who didn't import Mafia. So, like, just by setting up these individualized factions, I could easily see, like, the enemies being Mafia, there's definitely going to be a play where somebody crosses somebody or somebody does some filth to someone else in order to gain power. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, interactions, keep watching, definitely keep watching. Yeah, these interactions and the powers that they have at their disposal, I know they're going to get tested. And I think that because they're setting these limitations up now, it's going to help us understand how these things go and then also subvert our expectations, like Rob's been saying when these powers actually uh, collide or interact. So I just want to see where it goes and who, like, I hope the main character gets somewhat OD. Um, I don't think they're going to do, I don't think, this doesn't feel like a jump the shark kind of series to me to this point. Uh, it's early, obviously, but sometimes you can see when people are loose with the writing and be like, yeah, uh, not only is he a tiger, but he also summons uh tiger sharks from the ground like all right yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah. Come on. yeah the, the the goku power boost out of nowhere yeah like what is this thing yeah like yeah. Uh, i'm also everything everything with the name tiger on it is in my control like this yeah this doesn't tiger man yeah tiger showmans i can move the mats with my mind like you i don't i don't anticipate that kind of foolishness so I'm ah, why is why is my thigh slightly warm? <laughs> I put tiger bomb on you. <laughs> tiger bomb on the bottom of your shoes. Now you're more miffed than before. Uh, yeah, now your no. feet are uncomfortable, aren't they? Yeah. No, not really. It feels pretty good. Yeah, my foot was hurting before, but like <laughs> tiger shamans, bro. Your tiger strike tattoo. Oh. Your arm is mine. So I don't anticipate that degree of stupid coming, but I also think yeah. that they've given themselves room. So like with the dope poet guy, like he's reality warping kind of. 
I don't know yeah. what the book can and can't do. Also, I love the fact that the book is how he organizes his thoughts. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like, what was it? Oh, the anti-aging uh, tips he was giving him? Bro, like, yeah. He was like, oh, let me and he was saying, he was... <laughs> Describe and he was... seriously. Yeah, and like, and like, speaking of, of like, kind of going off that, but like the character dynamics between each other, right? Like, like the the interactions with Dazai and Kunikita, mm. like where like Kunikita is super straight, like you like you said earlier, super serious, like the like an like um like a Ida, super focused, goal oriented, right? Kind of sets himself up as like the leader and the person who organizes the whole team. Mm-hmm. And then compare that with Daze, who like you can tell they generally like have each other's backs, and they're like really a really good um, tag team partnership, but completely different. Like Daze is foolish, um, constantly thinking about suicide and women, but like can turn it on when he needs to. That's also a hilarious um, combination. This brother wants. To yeah, well, they found this man floating down the river because he was trying to kill himself. And he uses the, I'm trying to kill myself. Not, not, it's submersion. So he wanted to do the submersion. Like, brother, wait, 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 wait. This is not how this is supposed to go. He just pulls up on him and is like, yeah, you know, really look like the type I could really see a double suicide with. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you saying? How, this is, that's, that's your opening move? Like, bro, what? <laughs> that's how you, all right. I mean, I guess. But, oh, God. Oh, also with yeah. them too, um, with Dazai and Kunikita, they're giving me, you know, this certain pairings and certain uh, duos kind of get found often. So it's like the yeah. idiot and the serious one. Like that's also um, Gojo and Nanami. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the idiot, the serious one. And then you could very, like, I'm guessing that Dazai is him. Like, I'm guessing that as the thing goes on, he going to be him. I don't know. Just a guess because he's the fool. The fool is always the one who gets yeah. more crazy than the serious one. Um, yeah, but that, yeah. that dynamic, and I guess that dynamic is two teachers for the main character to almost follow. And the main character has his self-loathing stuff and all that, and I think like you know, Dazai teaching him like basically that it's a well, Dazai can't teach him it's okay because Dazai wants to. Yeah, I don't know if Dazai the best person for him to follow. Dazai fleshes himself self out a lot more as the episodes go on, and like as you learn more about the Port Mafia and Akutagawa, like you learn more about Dazai as well. Um, and that's why I said before, like, it's not just a story about Atsushi. It's a story about all these other characters. Right. Um, and kind of how they interact with each other and how they interact with the world. Right. Like, the way I describe this to people is people who, like, tangentially don't really watch a lot of, a lot of anime. Like, they, they watch the famous ones. They watch the My Heroes. They watch the Dragon Balls. They watch the Naruto's. So when I describe people to, to tell them to watch them, I'm like, yo, imagine, imagine, like, the early days of the My Hero universe. Where, like... Right. 0.1% of the population has powers. What realistically, what would that look like? Yeah. Right. Like some people are going to use their powers and be, be terrible, right. They're going to consolidate their power and find like-minded people and create these organizations that abuse the fact that they have abilities. And some people are going to rise up in defense against that. Yeah. I mean, right? so like it's, it's a cool, cause it's cool because it's not overblown. Like one thing, like, one thing about my hero for me is that it's like it's too many powers going on at once. I feel that. Like there's there's like way too many things to pay attention to. Everybody got something. The dude walking down the head got got walking down the street got a shark head. Like for no reason. All right, like like, like what's going on there? Because like I, I my ADHD be beating my ass, so I get distracted. So I'm gonna be looking at what these people. What are the dynamics of his gills? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, who is that man in the background? My man got like he's got three colors on him. 
Like they did, they did not put any detail into this man. But I am, I am transfixed. Like he just got but, one big tooth. His power is big tooth. He's like, huh, yeah, he just, I wonder if big tooth ever tried to be a hero. He shed like the Kool Aid Man, but he a tooth. Yeah, just just one, like a like them boys that was with Chip Skylark, the background dancer. Yeah, yeah. Just one of them, that's his power. Like, huh? I wonder how he really gets his fits together when he got to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but yo, does he is everything custom made or is it like a tooth person <laughs> store? <laughs> nah, a couple of tooth people put together a little shop, you know. Shiny teeth in me is the mark. That's where they go. Yeah, yeah. Like, but here it's like, all right, we have a small, so we have a small population relative to like the world of people with abilities, and like. They're not constantly trying to like explain to people or hide the fact that people have abilities. Like it's known. So like they're not wasting time trying to like make normal people feel good about it. Right. But still the powers have like their confines and limitations. Um, which I find really cool. Uh and kind of doubling back, this is another thing, but I'm gonna try to not get too spoily here, but Emeka kind of referred to earlier when he first started talking about like character design and how their character design is kind of inform informs a lot about like who they are and like what their roles are. Mm-hmm. Um, something to pay attention to is the character design of Atsushi now that he has his regular uniform, mm-hmm. Dazai, and Akutagawa. So next time, as you're watching these next couple episodes, look at their character design. Oh, no, I peeped around. Um, the one thing I peeped was the I don't know if it's a belt or a suspender that hangs off the side. Yeah, it looks Three of them like yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was the I'm him thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Atsushi's looks like a tail, right? Atsushi's comes off, it's a tail. Akutagawa has two. Roshomun that he kind of hangs as the tail, right? Oh. Okay. Dazai has two yeah, on yeah. both sides. And in the intro sequence, they're kind of standing like Charlie's Angel style, right? Mm-hmm. Where like, Akutagawa has his to the left. I mean, Atsushi has his to the has his coming off the right side. Akutagawa's is coming off the, off the left side. And then Dazai's are coming off both. Right. So like, all right, there's a connection oh, between these three. Yeah, okay. I right, like, there's something going on with these three characters. Because Dazai is export mafia, so him having aspects of the agency and the port mafia. One of those guys is agency. One of those guys is port mafia. One of those guys yeah. has been both, and he has two. So mm-hmm. I, I'm also oh. the coat, the him coat, the I'm him coat. That's important. Yeah, 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 yeah. Akutagawa yeah. and uh, Dazai both got the I'm the man coat. Maybe the young boy yeah. get the I'm the man coat at some point. It'd be like when Naruto get a Sokake jacket, like. You know, later, yeah, later yeah. down the line, we're going to see. But, yeah, I, I like the character design so far because it's grounded enough that you're... It's not like when you watch JoJo's or watch, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Where, like, hey, point to the main character at any given thing and you can see exactly who it is. Like, other exactly. than... Exactly. <laughs> other than Atsushi's eyes, he's pretty regular. Like, his eyes yeah. are multicolor in a way that's interesting. But other than that, he's pretty normal. And you could easily... You know, the guy with the leather jacket that hangs off and, like, blows in the window all cool. That's probably more the main character than this dude over here. But mm-hmm. with that in mind, there is something being said about them because they're not just doing like, you know, just throwing paint at the wall and seeing what looks cool. Like there's intention here that I'm excited to see uh, kind of grow and change because obviously their clothes can change because they're regular people. It is a uniform, yeah. but these things can change, obviously. So I'm excited to see, I guess, what happens and to see the rest of the crew filled out. Because right now, the only young boy really feels like, uh, I think, what is it? Tanizawa? Takizawa? The one who can't stop getting touched. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Junichi. Him, yeah, besides him, ain't no young boys for real. So I don't know if he's just going to be the interloper that kind of we see the entire world through, but mostly it's kind of grizzled vets. 
yes. if he's hanging with. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And one more quick thing: they said that man's uh, light snow ability is not a combat ability. The abilities are definitely going to get insane quick because mm-hmm. I don't know how you have complete and total illusory control of the environment around you. Yes, and that's not a combat ability. If that's how you're moving. If we if we could classifying that as non combat related, it has to be some craziness coming down the pipeline. When, sure. when oh yeah, for sure. Fly made the illusion of the tiger. Man thought he killed the tiger, and then the real tiger came out the the matrix code and came out and attacked us. Yeah. Like how while is home, that not a combat ability? While homeboy had a whole freaking hole, he has like a, yeah. a hole in his back. Like facts. He's he's losing all of the blood, barely clinging to <laughs> consciousness, and he's hitting you with. Top tier Sharingan abilities, and he's yeah. not combat related. Like, huh? Yeah. So, so you're you're immediately like, oh, like the the, the armed defense detective agencies. Like, uh, these are the, they're those guys. Like, yeah, for sure. So, like, it's a ragtag group of people with like, oh, they got the powers. Like, yeah, somebody's going to do some madness in the future. But I do think, again, I don't think they're going to do me filth and put some nonsense on the screen. I think it should be. Pretty grounded just because even the oh also I like the naming convention. I don't know why I like it yet, but I like it a lot. Like the names are all like not super dramatic, but it feels like it very much feels like somebody has like a book of these. Like these names have not been individually decided by the individual people. Yeah. Like these come from somewhere. There's some connective thread in how these things are named. It's not like burning yeah, bright I, crimson I'm... flower and yeah. strength like no they're all almost like poetic like they come from some shared source so i'm excited to see how that i guess continues to get developed as well because they are yeah. like it's you know like some almost like poetry yeah is that like naming conventions about like the powers or like the characters themselves the powers i wasn't aware of all the, yeah. the writer connections to this point so i haven't really considered much yeah. of that but the powers it's like um crap what is uh Dazai's power called no longer human there's yeah. no there's no longer human there's the somebody's power. I think the big bad that got revealed that was above that dude, uh, above Akutagawa. All men are created equal. Like, wait, yeah, what you about to do? Like, every time you hear yeah. the power, it's like, what are you gonna do to me? Like, why? <laughs> that is, I didn't gain any information. Like, what are you? Can, the best can, of time. Can we, the time. Like, what are you, can we talk? What's about to happen here? <laughs> so I'm excited to see what it is because each of these powers. I don't even know what Atsushi's. What's Atsushi's power named? Roshomun, which is a poem. No, no, not a Kurogawa. Uh, Atsushi. Atsushi. I think. I think it's just Wear Tiger. Yeah, I feel like he made his name up because that's different than the rest of them. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The man who has everything. Like, <laughs> what? Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You you got some, you got some more you got you got some more powers coming your way. Word, like, why why is she talking that? to me like that when I asked him what his power was? He didn't have to behave this way. Like, whose voice was he speaking to me with when he said that? Why? Why? Why is everybody's power a haiku? What is? What's happening? So I, they take those seriously. You know, they could just say strength. You know what I mean? Like it could just be oh nullifier. Like nah, these yeah. names. The the similarity naming convention has to mean something, or at the very least, it's yeah. stylistic enough that now I'm shook when I hear it because now that adds a level of intrigue to each character, even if it isn't some grander conspiracy type deal. So just everything about this vibe is cool for me right now, and I just want to see where it goes and how quickly it goes because I also don't know, you know, Atsushi doesn't really know how to use his powers to this point. I don't yeah. know what it looks like to develop these abilities. And I don't even know that they can share what it looks like to develop these abilities because they're all so different and varied. But the commonality yeah. of the, you know, Matrix code flying around them when they do it, 
lets me know that this is definitely going to go somewhere and that there's been thought put into this. So I can't wait to see where it goes. Okay, um, his power is beast, be- beast beneath the moonlight. Yes, yeah, um, for Atsushi. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, what, what is this? Does he? He's got a quick bar. Word, right? Like, just off the top, got you with some fire, transcending human limitation. Yeah. Darkness of night. Like, wait, you're not supposed to put a colon in the power unless something crazy happened, and you just said it real quick and walked away. <laughs> Does he need the moon for his abilities? No, right? Because he did it in the daytime. Um. Yeah. It, as I mean, without spoiling too much, no. Does he need it now? Well, because he doesn't have control over it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. 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 Yeah. So he can he can tweak and transform whenever right now, but intentionally you know, when he's doing it with like you know intent, he needs the moon as like a boost. Um, I believe he's stronger in the moonlight. Okay. Like, but he can access the form at any point. Realistically, he just doesn't know how to. Gotcha. Because I mean, up until the like, up until like the very like the first like the end of the first episode, he doesn't even know that's him. That was a nice twist too. Like that the, that's happened in the anime before, but I wasn't prepared for it to happen here. I just didn't know. Yeah, it's it's Loki how like Super Saiyan was at first. At first, it was like a transformation of of pure emotion, and then mm. slowly characters get the ability to turn it on and off at whatever they want to. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that. Yeah, man, I'm trying to see how Tushi put hands and foots on somebody real quick, man. Yeah, it, it picks it picks up. The, the conversation's definitely going to get more spicy as... Oh, no. Nah, I, I mean... mean we, had, we four episodes in, them boys tried to do a raid on the headquarters. Everybody's going to die like the Red Wedding. Like, <laughs> I anticipate violence very soon. But even if... I, I'm enjoying the moments of character work that are happening in between. Like, for example, when he uh, did the Captain America thing and jumped on the bomb. When he was like, yo, give him a reason to live. And he's explaining what reasons there are to live. He's talking about what he values and none of the things he said were mm-hmm. other people because he's been so disconnected from any human connection for his entire life. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. this man doesn't have anything to look forward to except like material comforts because he's never had anything to lean on other than material comforts. And he's yeah. homeless. So like the, the money, the money sets him off different because he's broke. Currently, what does it say? Currently zero dollars right on the side when he talks about yeah. the bounty for uh, guessing his former uh, profession. Um, so yeah, it's just like that moment. If you don't pay any mind, it's a gag, but he doesn't have anything. So when episode four, when he's sitting there crying at the end, because them boys tried to run down and got some just dismissed instantly, he's found his place. But now that he's found yeah. his place and we've established that emotional framework, they're going to yeah. do some filth. They're not doing this for no reason. Somebody's <laughs> going to die. They're getting rid of him. I don't know who, but they're getting rid of that man <laughs> sooner than later. So I just want to see where it goes, and I think they've laid the foundation very well for um, only four episodes in and for not having shown anything so hyped that you're going to watch just for the spectacle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You guys have any shows that, uh, without spoiling anything, that this uh, reminds you of or that you feel like there's some similarity between? This low-key um, does what Konosuba does for Isekais. Okay. Where Konosuba is a parody of Isekai's, so it's going after every trope. This show kind of does that for battle mo- battle animes, mm. uh, shonen in general. Like where, like we've seen in the, in these four episodes, we've seen a lot of tropes, but all of them were tweaked in a way or, or flipped in some way. That's true. That's true. And the fact that I said this earlier, this this, this show 
is always trying to subvert expectations on, especially in the early parts. So, like, yeah, I do like this this specific genre of parodies of of the of the genre kind of anime. Mm. And it's interesting because even if you're unaware of the parody like aspect of it, um, to me, uh, you know, when you do something on multiple layers, like WandaVision is an example. WandaVision is good because it functions on like each of the la- to me at least, it's good because it functions on each of the layers it's trying to work on. So, like, it is a Marvel yeah. TV show, and it does have the you know the superpower. Uh, pop off and it does have the character beats you like and yet you've been following for years but it also is a clear and intentional homage to um, sitcoms throughout American history and then whatever comment that the sitcoms and how they change over the years has on American history is there then it's also somewhat an allegory for uh, not depression necessarily but grief and the stages of grieving right so like all of the even if you watch each of these without the other context in mind it works on each of these levels if you took WandaVision out and just put it on I feel like that show specifically works well because if you took it out of all the context it has Marvel Universe superhero movies whatever it still works on each of those levels to me a parody works best when it works on both levels so if you're not aware of the tropes of anime and this happens to be your first anime for whatever reason there's nothing that's happened so far where it feels like you're missing the Joker or not understanding anything because it works on its own merit. So I'm, I think that's just you know, this is a good sign going forward because you a haven't messed it up to this point. B have established a tone that's comfortable and not ridiculous. It doesn't seem like we're just here to tee hee, and it is a subversion of each of these tropes, like you said, like with uh, Orange Chair Boy and his sister. You know, they being weird, but him being the victim of the weirdness instead. With the uh, yeah. Uh, the oh everybody's gonna die thing getting flipped to just be a character note as opposed to a massive instance of uh you know like a massive inflection point for that character's trajectory this is all really cool yeah yeah because i could have used that moment of him like finally finding someone to care about and then ripping it all away mm-hmm. and like you know making it like your your standard revenge mission right yep. like you killed my but friend. They're, but they're like no nah, we're straight like we're still gonna be here like <laughs> we got shit to do it wasn't like, that deep neither Oh. Yeah, like it really wasn't that big of a deal. Like, just get the plaster. We'll start fixing this. Do you have any shows you uh, remind you of, Cole? Like, or anything that uh, I guess any similarities um, you can think of? Nothing really. It kind of holds a unique spot for me. Um, because when I when I it's one of the first animes that like I branched off like the beaten path with. Gotcha. Like years ago, like stopped watching the standard animes and started like looking into other things because i had just gotten a crunchyroll account and like i was looking through and i was oh that lo- like that looks like a weird ass name like let me check that out another like, okay okay like i mean at the time i was oddly in in engrossed with tigers so i was like ooh, tiger <laughs> and like that's about as much as my brain could like handle at the time and then like i just got hooked because like the powers are cool. The character development was cool. Um, some more of the backstories as information gets revealed about people's past and people's connections. And then the power scaling, how like you meet people who are like, Oh, like I thought that guy was different. This guy's different. Um, and just figuring out like, cause we all, like, I mean, everybody loves animes where like people can do ridiculous things. Right. Right. Like, imagining a world where, like, humans, where, like, the next generation of humans exist, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm mean, in American culture, we have the X-Men, we have um, the Inhumans, right? You have all the millions of animes that are superpower-based, but it's, like, here's one where 
there's strict controls and limitations on people's powers. Right. So now instead of just banking on the power just being cool as hell, how can I how can I use this power as a piece within the story and not as the story? Right. Right. Like my hero my hero is the story of like one for all. Yes. Right. It's a story of that power and like what it means and what it represents for humanity. Right. But this is like a story of humanity with powers. Right. right? Like, right, right. which I, it, so it kind of holds like a unique spot. Cause I haven't found, I haven't watched anything that's moved in this way. Yeah, I hear that. That's a point. Um, are you guys all, are you both finished with all the episodes that have come out this far? Um, I finished season one and two a while ago, so I don't remember. One and two, I, I gotta watch the movie. Oh, shit. Um, there's, a, there's a movie in the, the season three that I yeah. haven't watched. And then season four is supposed to come out when My Hero season six comes out. When's that? Or around then? Yeah, it's a, it, I just saw TBD. I haven't seen. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm, it, it's exciting to get into a long, I guess, long-running air quotes, long-running um, anime while it's still going. Uh, and it's something I just haven't heard people talk about a crazy amount. So, like, it's not like I've been hyper-spoiled by memes or whatever the case is. So, going in pretty fresh, and I'm excited to see what's uh, on the horizon for, I guess, just in terms of getting further into the story and stuff. And if it's not mm-hmm. done, shit, it could be madness we're not even prepared for. Is this having a manga, or is this anime only? Yeah, the manga. Yeah, okay. I think... Yeah, there is a moment. Yeah. And after I get to season three, you know where I'm about to be at. You, you, you know the vibes. Gotta, gotta do it. <laughs> Alright, so um, you guys have anything else you want to discuss with the show? Um, I want to see Rashomon uh, no, Akutagawa and his Rashomon against Dazai and his no, never mind. Um, yeah, how about we don't? <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't feel like it. Um, and all men are created equal. Got to be ridiculous. Has to be. It has to. Be. I want to look it up so bad. I'm not going to, but it has to be different. Does it get revealed soon, or do I have mad, mad far to go? I'm trying to remember. I think at yeah, the at... end of this season, he yeah, the end of the season. Sure, aware of himself. I don't know if he... Nah, even the way you said that was different. Because season two hits the ground, like... Yeah. All right, well, I know it's about to get insane, because you said makes people aware of himself. This has been the evil man hiding in the darkness all this time with a power like that? Yeah, because the big boss don't really, like, appear for regular niggas. You got to be fucking with him. You got to be fucking with him in a particular kind of way for him to, like, even... Up here. here. Yeah. Yeah, he he doesn't... He's always there, but, like, he doesn't... I mean, it's... It has a really important role in, like... Yeah, I'm trying to, like, not spoil. (laughs) Um, Listen, his power is all men are created equal. He's about to do somebody, so... I know because like if you if you notice each each power has like specific triggers right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like conditions like satisfied yeah 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 right like Dazai has to touch things Akutagawa has to call on Rashomon and then he says tells it what to do 
Mm, so he says Rashomu, and then the Andrew power. Man. Okay, yeah, right. So he's he's got a call on it. Um, Dopo, like the Dopo poet, he has to write it down. So like, there was a specific condition that has to be met in order for all things created equal in order to be triggered, or in order for it to have an effect. Oh, and it's like a world. It's like a broader condition. Uh, yeah. So I'm not trying to like. All right, let me stop asking questions. I'm yeah, I'm not trying to spoil it. <laughs> Wait, I do have one spoilery question. For my guy, okay. uh, uh, the serious man, Kunikita. Yeah. Can he write stuff outside the book? Um, that 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 gets revealed in like the next. Yeah. The, the next. The next two episodes. The next two episodes. Okay, cool. Because the next episode, the next episode, um, shows you to one of my favorite characters, um, Edogawa Ranpo. Why his name sound like foolishness? All right, it's Ed- Edogawa Ranpo. Yeah, oh, okay, okay, got it. It it, it sounds Japanese. It, it, that's why. Got it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's Ed- a Japanese yeah. English name. I hear, I hear it now. I didn't the first time you said yeah, it, I was yeah. like, "Why does it sound like that?" But yeah, now I hear it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a Ramu six six p like it's, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, is there? <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's, 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 there's F. Scott Fitzgerald who you'll meet at the end. Hmm. His power goes crazy. Are there powers um, that are related to their writing, or is it just a name? Um, for, uh, just because you know we need a naming convention. I, th- it, it's somewhat related to like what the what the person who wrote the name like who their who their namesake is. Okay. Um, like. When you when you meet F. Scott Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald, it's super obvious what his is. It, it it literally like it's like the most on the nose. Okay. Um. Next episode, you'll see Edogawa Ranpo, so we can talk about that and see if you see his power and how that works. Okay. And how it relates to the artist, um, like the 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 namesake, um. Akutagawa Rishomun was a was a poem, if I'm not mistaken. I had looked this up a couple of years ago. Um, but his the poem Rashomon is like very similar to the characteristics of the power. What is it? Isn't Rashomon like some kind of like reference to hell? Yeah. Okay. So like, and you have this like all-consuming demon. Cool. Okay. That's cool. All right. So what, yeah. what are we doing? What's the next? What's the next episode about? Which episode? We doing four again? We doing more? Uh, we, we uh, would... there's 24 episodes this season, right? 24, 25. Is there? I thought it was 12 hey. episodes a season. Yeah, I'm looking at 12. Yes, yeah, that's 12. Um, I'm, I'm, I might, I might be, I might be absolutely out of my mind. Um, it's, it's, it's three seasons. Yeah, three yeah. Seasons. Oh, I, oh, I lumped, I lumped season one and two together. Um, yeah, season one, if y'all want, if y'all want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could just eat through season one. I could do that. that I it could. really picks up. It really picks up season two. So, like, once you get there, I mean, it picks up by the end of the season. Um, but like it just hits the ground sprinting in season two. Yeah, I'm here for the violence. So, yeah, I'm down to kill these next couple episodes and then get back. Yeah, last last two episodes in the next week, we could do the same thing if y'all want. I don't know if next week yeah. will work because I gotta come up with another intro for Cole. So, I'm <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited to come back and uh, figure out what else going on in here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I bet. I'll come up with some more foolishness to say when uh, Cole's name is introduced. <laughs> Rob, you get more questions, <laughs> and uh, we'll be back soon. All right, so that'll yep. do it for this episode. I'm going to throw a smoke bomb. Peace. <laughs>
Thank you for listening.